Warning, this episode includes sensitive content. We discuss sexual assault and other subjects that may be triggering. Wrong intro. I keep doing that. But I'll leave it for you guys again. (laughs) It's the LGBT Chat Podcast. A space for LGBTQ friends and allies to share personal stories, current events, and life endeavors. Hosted by Aida Ramirez. Hello. Welcome, everybody. We're live on Facebook. Hopefully, we get to do this often. Um, Maybe every time we record, if that's a thing, if we're dressed accordingly. And uh, I don't know. Kiva. (laughs) Hi, guys. Hello, everyone. Hello. We're improvising today, guys. We're making the best of what we got. We're making lemonades with our lemons. Yes. Because we ain't got no tequila for the margarita. But you know what? It might help uh, Ashton and me with the with the toothache, that margarita. So welcome, lemons. Welcome. Um, okay, so we're doing something new. We're live on Facebook. Um, we uh, this is episode five, and um, today we're just we're just catching up with everybody. A lot of things are happening around the world. A lot of things are happening with women rights. A lot of things are happening with um, uh, personal vaginas. Um, and, um, that I feel men have no right deciding over, um, you know, but, uh, we'll talk about that a little later right now. I just want to know how you guys are doing. Uh, Angel, what's going on on your side of the world? Nothing much. Um, I'm doing pretty well. I'm actually pretty excited to be on tonight. I really just had off and I had nothing else to do. And I was just like, OMG, I'm so excited. So I'm just glad to be here. What's what's going on with life in New York? Work, oh, nothing. school. I wasn't even kidding. Any gossip? Any um... school is done. <laughs> school is done. I actually just called them to get my um, degree, so I'm so excited about that. Oh, like, I heard. I, I do have degree. gossip. I do have gossip coming from your living room. I heard from a little birdie that a little certain somebody broke a TV, and then. And then I heard that this little certain somebody uh, was trying to hide the evidence or people from watch from looking at the evidence. What happened with that? Yes. He was playing baseball in the living room and <laughs> broke our TV. And um, yes, that's that's still developing. <laughs> um, yeah, he loves baseball, and I guess he was just didn't get the memo that you can't play it in the house. So he played it in the house and. Yeah, the TV's broken. Okay. We're getting a new one Thursday. And yeah, kids. Yeah. Kiva, what's up, girl? I missed you. I missed you last episode. Yeah, I've you know, been uh, out for the last couple weeks uh, traveling around doing what I do. Um, and, you know, being that it's summertime, um, as you all know, my my wife and stepsons live in California and I live in Vegas with my son. So summertime is our, our family time, you know, Yay. So, uh, we did some nice, did some nice, uh, hanging out, uh, took them to, a uh, in an old, uh, uh, mining town. There's like 60 people that still live there. 
it's called Ransburg, California, and it's out in the desert. And they've got a, a spot there where they have it. They have like this old. It used to be a saloon, but they have this old um, setup in there where they can make you like sarsaparilla, like from back in the day and stuff. And the, and the boys like the town. And then we uh, ended up in the mountains. Um, camping by a place called Lake Isabella and uh, you know that was kind of nice first time the boys got to sleep in the uh, rooftop tent nice on my truck I've got a overland setup got the rooftop tent you saw it you saw it that sounds um, awesome and so they were pretty they were pretty stoked and uh, you know then we uh, you know stayed at the California house for a little bit came back to the Vegas house for a little bit, you know, so that's just kind of what summers are like for me. That's nice. Uh, I wish I had things like that going on when I was growing up. We had like concrete jungle in New York city. We just like our fun, our entertainment was just going to the hydrant and cooling off before going home because we didn't have AC. So (laughs) (laughs) those were our summers in New York city, at least mine. Uh, What's up with you, Terrence? I'm enjoying my summer. Uh, I am, you know, I teach. I know the audience might not know that if they um, are not used to me being in this space, but I teach. It means that I'm off in the summer, and typically I try to do as much of nothing as possible. <laughs> uh, but this summer I, I'm trying to take my business and do some different things, so I'm really committed to seeing it through. So I've been building an app over here. It's my first time doing such wow. a thing. And so I've been building content, shooting videos. One would not think I'd be so nervous about doing videos. Y'all, I've taught online. You know, I've taught and built content. I've done the news at school. I've done things on camera, but oh, it's such a state of shyness. I don't know. It took me like a few weeks before I could shoot my first video, even though I could like delete it and just start all over because nobody was going to see it but me. So it's, it's a challenge. So I'll do a few a day. That's so exciting, Uh, though, like an actual app. Is it for school yeah. or is it for your business? Uh, it's for my business. I'm building out a parent app where parents have all the resources that they need uh, when uh, well, when parents and a team that they can go to one place and get all the resources that um, could help them to, I guess, be able to build that relationship in the home that they want to have. It's hard parents and teens. We talked about that before on yeah. here, but it's difficult. We need to clone you and we need to put you in every state in the United States of America. And well, then every state I, in the United States will have access to me via the Yeah, app. but they don't have one of you doing all the hundred other things that you're doing or 105. Oh, yeah. So like we need to we we need you to like educate people to be like I don't know what we need to do to you. We need to do something where we can have access to more people like you and, and all our states. You're awesome, man. Thank you. And Ashton, where did you find this guy? Um, we are from the same city and the same state. So, uh, yeah. yeah. What's the background story? I actually met him in a previous, in his previous, uh, role. So we're from a small, a small, uh, city. Shout out to Lake Charles, anybody that's watching. Um, our city is very small. And so we have a very small LGBTQ city. And also, uh, there's a handful of us. Oh, you're gay? um, (laughs) <laughs> there's a hand there's a handful of us that live there so we kind of all just became really close and going through the life and experiences that most uh people in the community go through with their families 
And uh, I actually met him. Uh, we became friends. And then a month later, a hurricane came and he was in the National Guard at the time. And so anytime there's a hurricane, the National Guard has to go. So uh, he had to go to New Orleans and everyone else evacuated. And then we just we just became best friends since then. And it's been going on like 15, 16 years. So we, we need to build Terrence a, a cape. We do. He definitely deserves He's in the National Guard. What the fudge? (laughs) Jesus Christ. Ashton, what's going on with you other than your tooth? Other than my tooth? uh, Life. I mean, I guess, you know, life. My tooth is going to be feeling better because we don't have the lemonade, but I got the the juice. So hopefully that will help. But uh, just work. Just the normal, the normal day in and day out. So, I mean like the rest of the world, watching everything that's going on in the world, trying to figure out how to be uh, a piece to make a change. But aside from that, you know, dealing with crazy residents, uh, <laughs> that's that's my life all day, every day. You know uh, what I was thinking uh, about that? I was thinking about how uh, when we when we rented an apartment, um, how like we are right, we are right. But um, management is also right. Like everybody has like their guidelines. You know what I mean? Like we have our issues and then you guys have your issues. And then there's like what can actually happen. And then ultimately, like the house always wins, I feel. Um, And it's like it's like a a win lose situation all all the time for for renters. Do you have any um, any uh, pros for for renters? Um, Cause I feel like, like you wind up paying so much to move in and then you wind up so much when you leave and then like you're paying so much while you're there. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't know. There's pros. Uh, definitely not going to put my, I don't think my property management is on my, my profile. So save on that <laughs> one. Um, so I just want to say the house is always set up to win, like you say. So when it comes to a security deposit, you can pretty much guarantee you're not getting that back just because unless you're going to thoroughly clean the apartment by a professional cleaner, especially with COVID and everything going on, you're kind of just going to lose that. It's going to go to cleaning. Uh, but like I tell my residents all the time, it's, it's, this is not my personal business, but think about it if it was yours. So mm-hmm. at the end of the day, that lease, I'm not responsible to read every single line on it. You are. Um, but read that lease because that lease is, that's if there's any, ins or outs for you to get out of whatever you have going on that lease is going to give you the answer it may be on page 63 of page 84 but read it in its content because at the end of the day if you have to go to court the judge is going to go by that lease it's a legal bonding contract so unless you specifically know where to tell him to go from if we present something then it is what it is and guys the, the biggest thing about rent I understand you may have a work order. I understand you may have a pest control issue. The lease contract is not set up for those things. It's set up for rent. So if you don't pay rent, the judge is going to go in the landlord's favor because that contract is simply based on that. Everything else is small claims. That That is all small claims court. So if you feel like something has been done unjust to you, definitely pursue legal action. Go to your local uh, downtown office. But don't stop paying rent. Out don't stop paying rent because the judge is going to look at that and that's what it is. And no other property management company is going to care that you didn't pay rent because you had a rat infestation. They're going to see that we evicted you because you didn't pay rent and they want their money at the end of the day. There's just different ways to go around it, but pay your rent because then you'll be able to use that in your favor for a small claims lawsuit because that's going to be the first thing they look at. Right. 
Um, I we have a friend, or we know somebody from our previous um, building who um, she told him about her new car and um, how she needed a, a plaque. They were at a plaques for the parking spaces. And she gave him the the license plate number or whatnot. They winded up towing her car that night. Um, and she had to pay like $350 out of pocket to get her car back. And she's like, you guys need to repay me. You know, this isn't fair. I came here. I told you. I gave you my thing. You said it was okay. And, you know, I had to, um, she had to pay all this money. So she was like deducting that money from her rent. Um, and, and therefore they were charging her a late fee or whatever. And they still are. Um, of course, the yeah. the best way it, it it's definitely going to be a moral and ethical thing. If I'm your property manager or your assistant manager, I'm going to go ahead and concess that because there's proof of it. It's not like I'm giving you a concession, meaning meaning taking that amount that you pay for your car off the rent. There's proof of it. There's a receipt, you know. And then it's just the right thing to do. We didn't have the right tools to give you, so okay, we're going to take that amount that you paid to get your vehicle back off your rent. And I know it sucks because you still had to get your vehicle. But at least you don't have to pay that amount along with the rent at our negligence. Um, you know, speaking to your property management and having a relationship with them is important. No one wants to come in the leasing office, especially with my role. They don't want to talk to me because it's all about the rent. So like, they avoid me at all costs. Funny story. I have candy in my office. I got lavender in my office so that people can come in and want to feel no, Welcome. they don't want to see. Yeah, they don't want to see me at all. They're like, nah, nah, bro. Nah, we'll that's, talk to everybody else. That's who I asked for. I would always ask for the manager and then they'd be like, mm-hmm. well, she's like, she can't see you right now. I'm like, well, can I get corporate's number? And then all of a sudden she was available. So always yes. ask for corporate. <laughs> always ask for uh, their attorney information. Um, and I guarantee you 80% of the time you'll get uh, at least a response, you know. Kind of sort of. Not a, maybe not an answer, attorney, but a response. Though, when you ask for the attorney, though, it makes it a very fine line. Because at the mention of an attorney, we're told that we have to stop talking to you and we cease and desist you at that point. Uh-huh. Because now you're making it legal. So now our attorney will reach out to your attorney. So we can no longer communicate. So yeah. don't say you're going to get an attorney. But definitely, <laughs> corporate's number oh, is going to get a quick response. For sure. Oh, all right. Well, that being said... Um, I have nothing else <laughs> for as far as management. Um, Kiva. Kiva's busy. But Kiva reached out on um, Facebook and she said she um, she wanted to chat a little bit about um, how this abortion ban. Um, and, and let's be clear, it's an abortion ban. It was not necessarily a ban. It's, they're leaving it up to the states to decide. Um so it's not like the U.S. has banned abortions is that they're saying that every state has the right to decide by their um, leaders that that we vote for what they want to do as far as um, banning abortions. And I say, leaders, if you have a penis, you have no right to say what I do with my vajayjay. Um, if I want to be a whore, that's my prerog- my you know, my prerogative. That's what I want to do. If I want to have, you know, is it right? That I want to have a, a plan B and have an abortion. Who's who am I to say that that's right or wrong? You know, but if somebody wants to do that, that hey, not my personal thing, right? But um, I'm not. Who the fuck am I to tell somebody what to do with their vajayjay? I know? mean, if we're gonna if we're gonna say that though, if we're gonna tell you what you should do with yours, then it should be an option that we should get snipped. We should get snipped, and we shouldn't be able to procreate either. I mean, I feel like if if, if that's where we're gonna take it, then. 
let's take it that way all the way across the board. I don't agree with it, but I'm saying on that level, if, if you if, if if people with penises are making decisions based off of it, how about we just snip you then? How about we just that would make it it's not any better, but I mean, hey, if you want to call a spade a spade, let's call a spade a spade. Yeah. My leg is shaking and I'm biting my lip. Anxiety level. <laughs> it's, you just get so irritated and so angry. What's up with you, Terrence? What's your two cents? Uh, I'm torn. Of, you know, I hate to be torn. <laughs> you know, so don't be mad at me. No, but I, we all um, have a right to our I'm opinion. Torn. Like definitely like and things like that, the plan B, like you mentioned, and those things. I think that those things, I am 100% for those things. Now, uh, when it comes down to the abortion thing, where my hesitancy on just being like 100% on board with it is just the fact that, um, I don't know, it's so invasive, first of all. And it's also just a sad way for the child to have to go out, you know? And I don't know. I just feel like unless it was a situation where you didn't make a decision to end up pregnant, I mean, by, you know, chance, like, you know, rape or something like drastic, like out of your, you know, out of your um, control, then I think that if that's the decision that you made, then I think that the child should have a chance. I mean, there's parents out there that are definitely looking to adopt. There's things that you can do to identify who that person might be in advance of the child coming into the world. Uh, and I know it's not a perfect world and that's not a perfect statement really, but I don't know. I just, then that's why I'm 50, 50 on it. Yeah. But the thing is that the toll, the toll that it takes in a body, I know it's easy to say, you know, just put the baby up for adoption, but the toll that it puts in a body, the toll that it, it, um, financially, the toll that it um, takes on your, maybe Mm -hmm. on your career, um, and it's easy to say, well, you shouldn't have gotten pregnant, but accidents happen, right? Um, and it, and why do why why does it have to bear on the woman um, when the men had fifty percent to do in it? You know what I mean? Like, why do we have to be the ones to? So just for that fact alone, you know what I mean? Because there are so many variables. Um, mm-hmm. I don't know. I don't want to f- sound like I'm dictating <laughs> over your your opinion. You know, I just feel like. Oh, a lot plan. of shit happens and because a lot of shit happens, we can't, we can't, it's, it's not black and white, you know, so we can't just say, don't do it unless this, you know what I mean? Because there's too many, unless this, um, right. our circumstances are all very different, um, yeah. that it's, it's too hard to dictate. Well, well, you know, um, mm. we're going to do it if this, but we're not going to do it if that, you know, then people are just going to be lying Well, I was raped. You know what I mean? Like, I don't know. And then yeah. again, as a survivor of, of sexual assault, if I had to mm-hmm. carry out a, I, I don't even want to get into that. You know what I mean? Like, I just feel like it's just too messy. Um, again, yeah. my, my vagina, I get to yeah. say what, what happens to it. Not definitely. No and asshole that I may not have even voted for. And I feel like it should be, I'll shut up now. it should be a choice. No, no, definitely don't. It should be a choice. My, my personal story. So uh, I lost my mother. My mother made a decision uh, to, she contracted hepatitis C. And so she made a decision to give up her life knowing what the circumstance was. So though for me personally, I don't necessarily, I'm not going to say I don't support it. It's not that it's just that that's my mama. You know what I'm saying? To me, my mom made the ultimate sacrifice. So I'm always going to go with like, damn, like I have an old brother and sister. I, I was just like, baby, you didn't have to make that choice for me, but you made that choice because that was important to you. That was something that you wanted to do. You wanted to 
give a baby a chance, you know, but that doesn't take away from anyone else's situation. I mm-hmm. feel like this is not something we should be bringing back. We should not be going backwards to do this. And not to mention, not even just with the women that have had issues such as as issues having birth, you know, um, a baby is a whole thing. Like at some point so for, for many women, that baby could cost them their lives, you know? So I, I feel like it should be someone's choice. I hate that we're at this point because it feels like we don't warp back into the 1970s or 60s or 50s. And I feel like if you can take away a woman's choice of what she's going to do with her body, this now trickles down to everyone. And even yeah. on my end into the trans community, because now you're telling me that I can't get this medicine to do what I want to do to my body. So my body is no longer my body. This is a beginning of a trickle effect down to other things. And it's just, I, I, I think it's, I think, excuse the French, I think it's bullshit. And I think that's what we we wanted to hear you, Keith. I think that's what (laughs) Kiva was trying to say, that it doesn't necessarily Mm -hmm. mean all of those things, but it's hard to think otherwise. It is. I, I really, um, so just a little bit of, you know, everybody's got their hobbies, right? Their things that they are interested in and mine are usually quite nerdy. And one of the things that has always been a really, um, really interesting to me and sometimes I think I chose the wrong career is, um, you know, the law and, you know, how it works and what, uh, so I, so, I mean, I'll keep my own personal opinions, um, out of the, the picture here because it's really, uh, my concern with what, when, so when this ruling was made, my concern was, all right, rather than get mad and, you know, or get happy, depending on what side of the, the coin you're on, you know, what did, the, what did the Supreme Court base this ruling off of? And so I went and actually, and I have this pulled up on my computer right now, and the actual Supreme Court ruling is over 200 pages long. Um, something that I will say is that they have been, uh, deliberating, researching, and uh, working to come up with this decision since October of 2021. That is a significantly long time for the Supreme Court to take to uh, come up with a ruling on something. Um, In addition to that, I will say that, uh, you know, loose statistics, um, there are since, since the inception of the Supreme Court, they have heard a little over 30,000 cases, made ruling on a little over 30,000 cases. Um, of those cases, they have only went back and overturned the decisions made by a previous Supreme Court ruling 234 times. And if you go and you look at historically the types of things they overturned, they were primarily um, a really good example is, you know, earlier uh, in the, in the uh, 1900s um, as, um, as civil rights, as the civil rights movement, uh, you know, came about and uh, you know, people were taking cases in front of the Supreme Court to uh, remove uh, language that 
that, you know, had been ruled on previously that was uh, very, uh, it was racist, quite frankly. You know, so, uh, you know, overturning those decisions made by a court, you know, 100 years prior, you know, when things were, uh, were very, very different, you know, that was, uh, that was, that's mostly the kind of decisions they've actually overturned. So my point in saying that and giving those numbers is that, you know, I was really surprised because the Supreme Court does not overturn its own decisions. Um, so, you know, I was pretty interested in that and which is why I went and, you know, actually, I, I'm not a big uh, mainstream news watcher uh, and stuff like that. Um, I like to do my own research and everybody says that, but I, it's true for me. Uh, I have insomnia and that's what I spend a lot of my time doing at night. Um, but there were some really interesting things um, that I learned that, um, you know, about why they made the ruling and things like that. Um, but rather than talk about the ruling itself, my concern is um, more about the, the um, propaganda. I'm just gonna, I'm just gonna go straight to and call it propaganda that is being spread, this fear mongering that uh, because uh, Clarence Thomas made a statement after uh, the ruling that, oh, well, we need, he wrote in an opinion, well, we need to go back and take a look at, uh, you know, gay marriage and we need to go, well, that was his opinion, right? That's, that's, if, if I said, oh, well, we need to go back and take a look at gay marriage and see if that, talk about the legalities of that. Well, I mean, you know, if somebody wants to believe me and, and that that means something's actually going to happen, you're more than welcome to do that. However, um, in this ruling, the court actually explicitly states why marriage, why gay marriage is constitutional and needs to be protected by the Constitution and how so let me just let me just give you a couple of um, a couple of statements from I've got got it up here in front of me. So Rose defend they say that Rose defenders characterize the abortion right as similar to the rights recognized in past decisions involving matters such as intimate sexual relations, contraception, marriage, but abortion is fundamentally different. As both Roe and Casey acknowledged, because it destroys what those decisions called fetal life. And what would the law now before us describes as an unborn human being. So the uh, you know, whether you believe that that so again, you know, my focus, my focus in this is not about the, you know, right or wrong of of uh, the ruling regarding abortion. My focus here is very explicitly, they just made one statement that says sexual, intimate sexual relations, contraception, marriage, they are fundamentally different and they are protected by the 14th Amendment's protection of liberty. Um, the next, um, the next uh, in, in part three, um, Alito writes, 
the most striking feature of the dissent is the absence of any serious discussion on the legitimacy of the state's interest in protecting fetal life. This is evident in the analogy that the dissent draws between abortion right and the rights recognized in the Griswold case, which is about contraception, the Einstadt, and which is the same thing, and then Lawrence, which is uh, same-sex sex. So, uh, you know, that used to be uh, against the law. And then uh, Obergfell is the same-sex marriage case. Um, so, uh, so they're saying, you know, the analogy here is you know, the dissent is saying, well, because of all these other things, there's a connection here with a right to abortion. Um, but the court says perhaps this is designed to stoke unfounded fear that our decisions will imperil those other rights. But the dissent's analogy is objectionable for a more important reason. What it reveals about dissent's views on the protection of what Roe called potential life. The exercise of the rights at issue in Griswold, in, in those four cases, does not destroy a potential life, but an abortion has that effect. So if the rights at issue in those cases are fundamentally the same as the right recognized in Roe and Casey, then the implication is clear. But the Constitution does not permit states to regard the destruction of potential life as a matter of any significance. Now, there are 24 places in this 200-page ruling where they explicitly bring up those four cases about contraception, uh, uh, same-sex sexual activity and same-sex marriage and use it as a, the court is understands how those rights are protected by the 14th Amendment. We're not touching those. And anybody who wants to compare uh, the case of Roe, which was actually decided, uh, for those who aren't aware, a lot of people think that it was decided on, uh, you know, basically the, uh, the civil, the, the due process uh, of the 14th Amendment. Well, our cases in terms of gay marriage and, and what you do in the bedroom and contraception, those cases were decided um, directly uh, founded in that if you didn't give gay people the right to marry, then you are violating their individual rights and liberties to due process under civil rights protections. Okay, so that's very clear. But it wasn't very clear until 2015. Um, and, well, and that's the problem. I, 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 but, right. And so that's, I mean, I, I'm not, you know, time wise, timing wise, well, I mean, you know, we can talk about the fact that Bill Clinton, you know, everybody's favorite Democratic president is the one who actually signed the Defense of Marriage Act into, uh, into law. But we won't, we won't, we won't go into that. We'll just talk about the fact that today, the Supreme Court and the people who are sitting on the Supreme Court right now, the, the, uh, and this, this opinion was uh, written by Samuel Alito. And, and, um, so, and so, I'm sorry to cut you off, but the thing here is that it was a six out of nine ruling. It wasn't like the Supreme Court 
completely entirely voted for them for for this you know what i mean that's what bothers me and it bothers me more that three out of those six people were nominated by somebody who shall remain unnamed somebody that i get so agitated by that my heart is palpitating right now because i'm so angry by his name by just thinking about his name um i'm not a fan of clinton but i'm certainly not a fan of that person that shall remain <laughs> name yeah, I mean, remain unnamed I mean, even with that still though, but if, 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 if the, the other alternate parts of that is that if we want to take it on a different level, and I definitely hear all the facts that you're saying, Key, for sure, but but on touching on a different level of it, on the religious side of it, you know, church yeah. and religion should be separate. But as you and I both know, when it comes down to to where we are, Keith, um, in Judaism, the fetus is not considered alive until that baby is born. So inside the body is completely separate. That is completely separate than when that, in, in every religion, it's, it's, it's different. So now you're touching into an area that's kind of like a gray area, because again, church and religion are supposed to be separate. And when you make com- when you make a decision like this for the country, you know, now you're crossing into re- religious but who, who I'm areas. sorry, who mentioned religion? Oh no no no! I'm I'm bringing in religion gotcha. because that that's 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 one of the things. Uh, in 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 where we are, where Keith and I are, the the fetus isn't considered alive until it, it isn't considered a baby until it's a baby until it's here. So inside the womb, that's completely separate than you saying, "Oh, I'm taking away a life," because yeah. it's 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 not the same, you know. So again, by making this law. Now, not only are you taking away people's decisions and their choices, but now you're stepping into an area that is a very. Uh, it's very great. And political. Yeah. I think I get what you're saying. Like you, you, yeah. you are you're you're going into a gray area of, OK, if you are one religion, you interpret the. So let's let's go with Christianity versus judaism on yeah. the opinions okay so christianity and i'm not sure exactly what christianity's uh basis is for their belief that you shouldn't uh that you should not be having abortions i i don't i don't know that there's any um that there's any uh actual religious text based uh, thing about Christianity that that says it's wrong, but what I will say is that you know uh, Ashton is right. The the you know the Torah explicitly explains that you know. Hold your thought right there for a moment. Um, if you guys are listening to us live, which I believe no one is right now, um, we're gonna cut it off for you right here, and you're gonna have to find us on uh, Spotify or Apple and finish listening to the rest of this conversation. Okay. Um, can't wait to uh, talk some more with you guys. Uh, tune in next time to find out when we're going to go in uh, live again, okay? Till next time, guys. Bye. Happy trails. Um, so, yeah, sorry, you were saying. So, yeah, so, then, so then Judaism is very clear about, you know, and the interpretation of the rabbis comes directly from the text of the Torah, which is, mm-hmm. you know, and, and there is ac- there's actually... Uh, Jewish law that supports directly um, when a person's life is in danger, and I can't remember mm-hmm. the Hebrew word for it, 
I forgot to, but yes. It's a requirement that you take action. And get rid of that baby. There's many interpretations on what that Mm -hmm. means. Because you could, the women who believe, listen, I I need to get an abortion because I know I can't take care of this baby. The dad's gone. I can't, there's no way I can take care of this baby. So that could be interpreted as this baby's life is in danger. So we're going to terminate the life so that we, so that the life is, doesn't come into fruition and have to deal with, you know, so we end it now or we, or the child has a horrible life. Um, you know, also certainly supports, you know, um, I mean, even on, even the strict rules of Shabbat, you, you, if you have a medical condition or fasting on Yom Kippur, you're not supposed mm-hmm. to fast if you've got a medical condition that mm-hmm. says you can't. So there's, there's a real definite uh, disparity. So if you, you know, if the, if people, if, and I didn't see anything in this ruling that led, that even discussed, you know, making a, uh, making a, a decision in favor for or against any, anyone's religious beliefs. Mm-hmm. You know, it was all constitution. I think and, for me, uh, where you mentioned earlier, the justice that made the statement, um, that's where I think my problem lies in. I, I hear everything that you're saying, Kevin. You did a good job with, you know, researching that and really doing a great detailed analysis on what was said and what was done. So I was very interested in listening to you to get the facts, you know, the greater dose of the facts. And so you really did bring that um, here. Uh, so thank, thank you, you for that much for, for properly educating us. Thank you uh, on the topic at hand. I'm a so drink for us all. I'm a drink for y'all. Amen. <laughs> I got mine. The thing that took me back, though, that when I when I when I began to be bothered was when I realized the justice made the statement that he said about gay marriage and those things like that. And so I hear what you're saying was in writing there. I think that we're playing a different game than what's in writing, though, when it comes down to the court system and politics at large at this time period. Uh, I think that people are making decisions not for what is right or what is best for the country. Even they're making decisions based on what. Uh, is right for their court for their uh, camp and what they might be able to benefit from. Exactly. So uh, yes. with him making a statement like that, I feel like I'm going to take that serious because that would be like me going to work and having a principal, and the principal makes a drastic statement like that about what he's looking to change or would like to change. And no, he's not the superintendent, so he can't just go and do it. But he does have more power than me, and he does have a hand in the vote. So if he makes this, and he has political pull too, right? He has pull to yeah. talk to other people that can also vote. And we see that his vote mattered. His vote was part of the thing that got us to this place. So when he speaks and says something like that, and these are things that he's looking to possibly target, and he's willing to say it out loud where we can hear it, that scares me and that bothers me. Okay, well, so so let me so let me let me point out a couple of other things. Okay, I know that he made that statement. Okay. I know I know mm. that he made that Clarence Thomas made that statement. Um, there's a couple, but there's a couple things that are important, even about the Roe case that um, that people you know need to need to consider. So uh, Chief Justice uh, Roberts, who is typically like you know the most conservative of them all, he he uh, abstained from making any kind of vote on this. He felt, and you know, really his opinion is what matters. Um, 
he felt that they went too far, that they went too far as in, um, you know, they, the ruling could have went on for, could have drug out for, you know, he made the statement, we could have drugged this out for a couple of years. And in mm. that meantime, we could have went to the, and I think what he would have wanted is we could have went to the medical community and we could have asked the medical community. So American Medical Association, we need a legal, there's plenty of this out there with other medical issues. We need a legal um, standard that is adopted and accepted by the American Medical Association on when a life is considered a life. And why didn't he vote? That, he, why didn't he vote? Because he mm -hmm. didn't agree. He didn't, well, then he didn't vote that you don't agree. Well, I thought but that's, but that but that's his personal opinion. That's, you know, that's they're, the they're, way that that's the way that they that's the way that they vote that they agree that they don't agree is they abstain from voting. I think he should have voted if he abstains uh, to that point to where he feels so drastically about it. Then you're gonna go ahead and get on the other side and say I oppose. So he didn't oppose, well, or he had a reason. A political reason, and I hate being in the gray area, y'all, yeah, because it's I, so I, cringy I totally, to me. I hate being I totally there. agree. I, I agree that there was some political, there was some political behind it. But I will tell you that I won't go for it. I won't go against. That's it, the so thing that because it's because it's such a gray area is exactly deal. why. I'm sorry, Kiva. It's exactly why it shouldn't be up to six out of nine people in a Supreme right. Court that are nominated right. by by people elected that sometimes we didn't even vote for. Um, again, no offense, you have no penis, you have no right into my vagina or what I do with my body. Uh, if you're going to decide that life isn't until, um, you know, the, the child is born, which is the case for a lot of things, right? Like there's that, that, that case of that woman in Texas who's fighting a, a parking ticket for uh, a traffic violation oh, for yeah, the, yeah. for being in the HOV lane. She's like, you can't have it both ways. You're saying that I have a life in me right now. So if I'm pregnant, technically that counts as a life. So I have yeah. two, it's two of us, right? Yeah. You can't have yeah. it both ways. If the law is going to say one thing, that's the law. Then two people yes, eat right. for free, buy one, get one. Then I get the second meal. You know what I mean? Like whatever. Protects us that among these are unalienable rights, that among these are life, liberty, and the pursuit of happiness. So whatever the fuck that means is what that means. Like, that's not your right and your choice to make that decision for me. That's not. And I feel like you do. It's the propaganda. But what I notice is if we're going to start doing this with women, if you're going to now say that if you get an abortion, this is a fucking felony charge, what else is coming? That means that no, that now, just like this, it's gone into gay marriage, which means now it's going to go into into everything else. I have to get this out of my system before I blow up, guys. I'm sorry. Um, <laughs> because, Kiva, I see what you're saying. But every fear that I had, the reason why I was sobbing when Trump was elected was because of I knew I knew I had we all sense what was coming. Right. We all knew that our liberties were going to be um, uh, tackled. We all knew that shit was coming. Right. This is statistically um all the racial crimes that happen all the hate crimes that happen after he was elected all the things um all the uh 
I can't say all the gay rights that were violated, right? But as of as a consequence in 2018, what happened to um, a sex reassignment for people that were in, in in our armed forces? I mean, if I'm willing to die for this motherfucking country, I should you should be able to pay for whatever kind of fucking surgery or whatever kind of fucking okay. sex I want to be, right? I have wait, I'm not done. I have something else I need to get out of my system. I'm so sorry. Um, okay. Saying that when you're, when you're done, I got a couple. I, I will because things. I let you talk earlier. You spoke for a long time. I just need to get it out and then I'll give it back to you. Um, I need to get it out because when we say that our Supreme Court ruled, no, six motherfuckers fucking ruled. Okay, not the entire. And I'm not talking to you, Kiva. I'm saying in general. When yeah, yeah. when I keep hearing, um, you know, the, the Supreme Court ruling, no, six court, you know, six appointed um, fuckers <laughs> uh, voted, right? Um, and if we're saying we're going to leave it up to those states and these states are saying, well, unless it's a medical emergency and then now you're not leaving it up to the doctor to decide when it's when it's really a life um, or death situation and they're going to wait till you're fucking dying. And now it's not up to the doctor. Now it's up to the attorney who has to view and decide like an attorney is going to decide what the stance is, whether I should live or die because I need this medical um, uh procedure done right um it's just like again it, we're not saying that because of this um they're gonna come for us we're just saying that we we know what's happened in the past and because we know of what what has happened it it doesn't take um much much sense more much logic to to think you know, to be fearful. And whether it's a propaganda, whether it's being promoted this way or not, it's a logical fear. It's it's a logical fear. Because, again, what I do with my body if I'm raped, and to say, well, we're going to take away rapes, we're going to handle our rapings. Who said that? Someone in Texas, right? It had to have been somebody in Texas or Alabama that said Alabama. something like that. We're going to deal with our rapist. That was actually that asshole in a uh... The one in one of the Oklahoma. Or yeah, but to say that I'm going to deal with all our rapists. Oh, so you're going to start nipping men's testes? Are you going to start? What you? I I just I can't. But, right. But that doesn't even happen because there was just literally two gentlemen that I one gentleman that I saw on the news a while back. He actually killed two people that were pedophiles, and he gave them warning. He told them, "I'm going to kill these motherfuckers because this this dude is coming in and he's watching child porn. He's watching uh, PBS." And we all know that he's an offender. And they told them, you got us sitting in this pod and we all know what he's in here for. And you're not trying to separate us, nor are you trying to stop them. So when he killed these two motherfuckers, because he killed two of them, now you're giving, he already was serving life in prison. So he didn't have anything to lose for it. You know what I'm saying? But now he's killed them. And now you're trying to tack on extra charges when you allowed it to be a thing that was physically visual for him to see and now he reacted off of it and now he's the bad man and now he's the bad person no that's that's not that's not how that works and and i don't trust any of these politicians because same. nine times out of ten they don't live the same life that we live okay mm-hmm. using them as an example and this isn't to you keith but using them as an example we want to bring up the fact of civil rights okay first of all all of that shit was fucked up that was definitely fucked up. We all bleed the same. We're all going to die the same. So we're using, we're going to, and seeing what has happened in our country, not only with African-Americans, but with people of minority and seeing how that's treated. So you're damn right. I'm fearful for everyone. I'm fearful for a woman not being able to make a choice. I'm fearful for African-Americans because we still are clearly getting killed. 
I'm, I'm fearful for the gay community that people can't have the liberty and love who the hell they love. And I'm fearful for people transitioning because now if you take the medicine off the market, I'm fucked. This is like a gateway into you controlling and manipulating and doing everything else. The same it, way it, it, it shouldn't be that way. The same way they privatize things so that they can up the prices on exactly. things. Um, exactly. It's, it's annoying in a country that's built on blood right. on in a country that's built on the backs of slaves and uh, the country that's built on, on a community of people that once segregated Asian communities because they were afraid of terrorism, right? Not that long ago, mind you. Okay, I don't know what year this was. Just last 50s? year, the COVID. They blamed them well, for the COVID. No, no, I'm not even talking about COVID. I'm talking about... Talking about World War II. Yes. Um, yeah. I mean, the, the 50s. Yeah, late 40s and 50s. Um, I mean, in a it, so it's not hard to imagine something like that. Our, our rights... Like, when they tried to repeal Prop 8 um, in the early the 2010s, 2012, whatever year that was. Um, so it's not hard... To believe that people are going to be afraid, you know, it's not, it's, it's again, it's not like unlogical to think um, that they're going to come, they're going to come for us because they've already come for us. We've already been taken. We've already been had. So, I mean, it's, it's, it's normal for us to be afraid. We're not doing the right stuff. They're telling you what the playbook is. And I, you know, we, we're watching it, especially with Trump. He told you exactly what he was trying to do. He wasn't only just trying to be in office, but he was making sure to put judges in every which corner that he can put them in. So I'm surely we heard him saying that and there was a reason for him doing it. I don't think that minorities really know how to focus on politics and what to look at in politics. And we don't understand the movement of what 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 that any of that even means. We just get so focused on, you know, emotion. Right. We're so emotional and all of these things that we don't even listen to the things that we need to be listening to in the first place. Guilty. Um, because they're telling you what their playbook is. We're, Trump is very happy somewhere right now because while he was making the moves that he needed to make and we were looking at the hoorah and the of yep. what's going on you know, at his uh, rallies and all this kind of stuff, well, he's making actual moves that really matter in politics, even to, uh, to, to last long after he's gone. And so yeah. we're living in that now we thought that we were living in it then no we're living in it now justices don't get taken out of office when they're there they're there until death and somehow they live until 108 um somehow i don't know how they all do because they have access Um, to fucking universal health care probably they do they do and everything that they need no different than magic johnson terrence how many of our friends have passed away of aids this man has had aids since even before any of us was born Mm -hmm. and yet he still has found a way to live his life and be healthy and not have issues. And the same with cancer it, with the same with every single, every single thing has a dollar on it. And I, I remember going deep into the rabbit hole as they say, but I was like, Oh hell no. Nah. Because the one thing about people is that we know. This when something is the quote time, right. the quote time, quote time. Well, we're doing the quote. Right it's now? not the so quote I, time. I apologize. I okay, clicked up by mistake. Uh, no worries. <laughs> we, 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 we know when something's wrong. We naturally know when something does not feel right. We all have the gift of discernment. Mm-hmm. That is natural from God. So if it walks like a duck and it sounds like a duck and it's fucking quacking, we know what it is. You know, and this just looks like every single part of the propaganda that is leading up to this. And it's crazy because I was having this same conversation today with my regional who actually is Russian. So everything that's going on with Russia right now, she remembers from the first time when they took over that nuclear system and everything else. So she was telling me today and she was like, I get so upset because she's Russian. She was like, I get so upset when I hear people say things against 
when they judge people based off of them being a minority. And she was like, let me tell you something. In England, the police don't even carry guns because they don't need to, because there's not a huge access for people to have guns. They carry a baton and their country is very well. And so she was like, I have never, she said when she went back to Russia before everything happened that was happening in Russia and she went to Canada, she said every time she would say she was an American, what's funny is they would always laugh at her and be like, oh, so you come from the United States. How does it feel to have Trump as a president? And she said it would piss her off because she was like, they are legitimately laughing at us. They are laughing at us. And it's so crazy because everyone else around the world sees what's going on. Yet in America, which is supposed to be the United States, which is supposed to be the best place to live. It's not like this in other places. People's rights. It's not like this. And so her thing was, you know, it's really crazy to her. And she's having a hard time trying to understand it, how in this country there are things like this with the Roe versus Wade that's going on. Like it's it's. It's only in this country are we having these true, they're, they're happening in other countries with abortion, but it's only in the United States are we going backwards instead of moving forward when we've moved forward so much, yet we're still dealing with the same issues. So I definitely don't trust any Supreme Court justice who probably has killed babies because he's had mistresses and everything else. He's killed babies. So of course his vote is gonna, it's gonna be a personal thing. He's not looking at it from someone that may have been sexually assaulted. Guys, the FBI is be, gonna come for us after this. Yeah, they probably are. That's okay. Yeah, yeah, he's tapping into crib. this conversation. Well, We're gonna have two extra crib. listeners, the FBI I'll... and the CIA after this. Sorry, Keith, right. go let ahead. Me, hey, wait, y'all just let me get my medicine because I'm out of testosterone. Let me get that and then y'all do the show on we, we, we have to start playing the political Sorry, game. what's your Venmo? We're not playing. We're playing chess. Wait, what's your Venmo? <laughs> Shout it out. I don't have a Venmo. You don't have a like, cash app? Oh, I do. Ashton, uh, dollar sign Ashton uh, underscore Gabriel. We'll add See it. That. We'll add it to the show notes, guys. We need to get that, that testosterone. Go ahead. Go ahead. Kiva. Um, so, okay, so. I heard, I heard everything that you guys are saying, and, and I understand and feel the, um, I mean, look, when I, when I, I was just talking with, uh, I was actually with my therapist this afternoon, and we were talking about, we're about the same age, you know, we were talking about how, you know, back in the day when we first, you know, came out, uh, you know, she's a lesbian as well, and when we first came out, you know, it was still the stage where, you couldn't, you better, I mean, you couldn't go down the street and hold hands with your significant other. I mean, because you were risking getting your ass kicked or maybe killed. You know, they were dragging people down the street in the country by their, you know, with ropes tied around their ankles still, right? And things are so much different today um, in terms of, yeah, that thing, that stuff still happens. But I'm going to tell you that, you know, there's still KKK in places. And there are still people that get mysteriously disappeared. You know, none of these things will ever happen because that's going to be us after this show. Go away because oh. you will never completely get rid of. I rebuke that. I rebuke so that. You hit. You will never. So any of us go missing, you know, you said it. But I want. I want to go. I want to. I want to point out something really that I learned here. It's. It's that. When it, the, the overall um, discussion about their ruling was 
that so I went back and I it actually made me go look back at the Roe versus Wade case. And I don't know if y'all are aware of this, but the 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 attorneys that represented her um were these two attorneys that were just graduating from law school um at the University of Texas. They went to the state supreme court, state supreme go court figure. Texas ruled go in figure. their favor. Um can you guys still hear me? Okay. Yes. The state Supreme Court ruled in, in their favor. And so the state of Texas came and appealed that. So that made it have to go to the... Uh, you, you sound like far away or like something happened to your connection. Right, hold on one second. Let me yeah. See. The great state of Texas. Terrence, I love you. A lot, you of, things, love a lot of big things come no, from think, there. I think that you're talking about Ro- Roe v. Wade, though. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm still talking about Roe v. Wade. So the state of Texas appealed the state supreme court ruling and so they that's how they ended up at the the big supreme court with this and what i'm going to tell you is they went in there these i'm going to i'm just going to put it out there brand new i mean we look we probably could have came up with a better case i read through it it was all based on her right to privacy and that that was protected by the constitution and they cited the, the First Amendment, Second Amendment, Fifth Amendment, and the Fourteenth Amendment. So they just went in there with these big ass, this big ass, like, we're just going to say the whole thing. And we have, you know, we have a right to privacy. So that's why she has a, so that's how it was ruled. It was ruled on, they, they actually ruled that, and it was, so it wasn't a Fourteenth Amendment ruling. It was a, um, it was a First Second and Fifth Amendment ruling, which um, gives you it, it. There were other cases that had been decided in favor because at that same time that uh, were ruled on because it did it was violating a person's right to privacy. So I am surprised after reading what I read that that case even that that Roe versus Wade was not overturned. 20 or 30 years ago. I'm surprised it lasted 50 years. I mean, the way that they tore it down, even if I am, even if I am pro-abortion from, uh, you know, day one, if, if I'm an, if I'm an open-minded, objectionable person who can read information that may or may not be in agreement with my personal opinion, which I am, and I can read that information and I can say, I don't know how they even ruled for that in the first place. So why wasn't it unanimous? So what, what do you mean? Why wasn't, what why wasn't the ruling first? unanimous? I mean, if it's something that should, that it was so obvious that it because, could have been taken down before, why didn't all nine because, judges vote for it? I'm, I'm going to tell you why, because, and I'm going to, in the first person I'm going to, okay. So I'm going to bring up one on each side so that I'm doing a fair and balanced uh, criticism. Yeah, you got Clarence Thomas, whose wife was present at the insurrection last year. She is one of the most well-known, crazy, right-wing nut jobs in existence, and those two are acting like neither one knew what the other one was doing. Okay. But these people, okay, when you are when you are a Supreme Court justice, you are not supposed to be politically affiliated. 
you are supposed to be looking, you're supposed to be making rulings on constitutional law in the story. It doesn't matter. And, and that's in black and white writing and interpretation of that law. But and we know that's not always the case. Kiva. You leave your shit at home now. So I, I pointed him out. Now I'm going to point out and, you know, especially, especially it, probably 90 million people would love to slap me in the face after I say this, but, um, what's her name? Um, oh my God. Now I'm, now I'm, uh, the one passed away. RBG? RBG? Yeah. Yes, I'm so, upset. Yeah. Okay, so. Because yes. this wouldn't have happened yeah, if she was Ginsburg, still alive. So, no, 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 no. no they would have still had majority. Not, this, 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 isn't about, this isn't about what how she would or would not have ruled. This is what, what about her. I'm talking about the Supreme Court, not, their job is not to be political. Okay, so just as much as it is wrong for Clarence Thomas and his wife to be working together for the right, it is it was also bad for RGB to be out there as an activist working actively to support the rights of the left. She had no place. How? Because because we're taking that back because look her up. No, oh, definitely. She was an activist for women's rights, not necessarily for the right or the left. Exactly. She's a but, she's a woman she, going against because if we look at it, but, if we okay, look at the so, legislators so, and the, the team, so, she's a woman. She's she a woman. So there's that. so then you so then if that is important to you, you do not become a Supreme Court justice. You go and you become then. an activist. The okay. job of the okay, it's it's this okay, look, my career as a a person working in the aerospace industry from day one. You cannot do drugs anytime with the licensing that I have from the Federal Aviation Administration. I submit it to allowing them to come to my front door anytime they want to, to come and give me a drug test. If I ever were to test negative or positive on a drug test, then I lose my licensing and lose my career. Okay, that is what I signed up for. Are you okay? But but we could take it even a step further. We could take it even a step further, though. Let's do that. Let's take it a step further. Let's look at the people who have been presidents. Okay. It's specifically on the name Ida that you don't want to speak on. But hold on, O'Keefe, because I'm listening to you and I'm hearing where you're coming from. But let's look at it at a full point of view. We had a president who found a loophole into not paying taxes, yet we're all supposed to take taxes. Let's take it a step further. When you become a president or you come with any job, any job that is worth anything, there is a credit check that can determine if you're going to have a job based off of that. Even in getting an apartment or housing, yeah, any federal job, they check your takes a part in that. So bankruptcy, credit. evictions, all of that is taken into consideration. We all know that Trump one not only paid taxes but has filed bankruptcy many times. So you, it's well, not fair to say it's not fair to put her in that category when she simply was speaking on women's right because she is a woman. And and who's it's, to say that she made any any judge any judgments when she voted based on her personal beliefs? So you're just exactly. assuming that whatever ruling she made was because of you know we can say the I same thing for all the. Um, no, but, let me, let me, but we're not me, attacking me, you. We're just all speaking what we're all passionate about, right? Okay, we're all just let, saying let that. But I don't want to have uh, wait because we've been talking for I a said. whole hour, for a whole like forty minutes about the, the subject. So, well, let, let's just wrap it up. Clear your thoughts on this, and then we'll move on from it. Go ahead, Kiva. Let me let me be clear about what I am saying. What I am saying is that I'm not saying that 
uh, RGB should not have been out there helping or working for the rights of women. I'm not saying that Clarence Thomas and his wife shouldn't be out there working for whatever they believe. I believe that every single person in the United States, whether as whether they whether they believe with, along with me or not, whether their beliefs are in line with mine or not, I believe that every single person ha- has the right to and should be passionate about what they believe in and should take the steps to work towards it. What I but there are certain requirements for certain jobs specifically in the government and one of them is very if you go and you read the specific that's why they go through all this questioning with them in this little game about well what do you think when they this the the newest one uh Katanji Brown that was just it was just she was just put in sworn in on the 30th of July so you know they put her through hell you know, by everything that she's ruled on before, everything that she believes and trying to make it look like, well, she's she's going to lean to the right or she's going to lean to the left. And when we all know that she's going to lean to the left and that's not it's not a problem. I'm not saying you take the human nature out of how these people rule in the Supreme Court. But what I am saying is when you agree to be look at the job requirements of being a Supreme Court justice. And you will see what I'm talking about. So that would make it so that Clarence Thomas has no right to be in, uh, you know, coordination with his wife to be out at demonstrations uh, that ended up in uh, insurrection of the uh, because they were pissed off how the election turned out. And just the same as 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 and I understand the difference between that shit is wrong and what RGB was was fighting for was right. Okay, I, I, I agree with that. However, it's still, it you have to, in order to remain impartial and to remain in a position where you are interpreting the law and that is it and nothing more and looking at precedents that have been set in history, things like that, you have no, you don't, you can't be out as an activist. You can't be out doing those things and just as guilty as he is, she was as well. And that's the court has become that type of environment. And that is that is part of the problem. And that is part of the problem why there's Erica's, you know, the news is like, oh, well, there's this split now because these people are left and these people are right They're Everything looks at the court like, well, it's politicized, it's politicized, it's politicized. They're not running or they're not being put in place because they're a Democrat or Republican. They're being put in place supposedly because they can be impartial and rule on for the good of the people of the United States. But that's unfortunately not the case. Yeah. Right. And I'm not, I'm not, I'm not saying, I'm not saying that that's what happens. I'm saying in, in when the court was set up, when when you look at the responsibilities of the judicial branch of our government, you will see what they are and are not supposed to be doing. And if the people want to do something about that, then you go and you take legal legal steps. Contact your Congress people. Take legal steps and say, look, the court has become corrupt because these people are doing this. These people are doing that. Clarence Thomas might end up being kicked out of the court because of what his wife did on the day of the insurrection. That shit's not over with yet. 
It's definitely it's not. And you I, know, I think, I, and again, we're not disagreeing with you, Keith. So please don't take it like we're coming at you. It's I'm just not. that oh, I understand what you're saying. The what the fundament the fundamental is. But that's not what it's been in history, even up until this point. That's not what it is. That it, it, it's just it not that. So, and I bet I I can bet you the eighty nine cents that I have in one of my bank accounts that nothing's going to happen mm-hmm. to anybody from January six. Nothing. If you ask, if you ask kids, if you ask millennials about January six, they they they're like, "What happened on January six? Right? I I I can guarantee you. That again, my eighty-three or eighty-nine cents that I have in one of my bank accounts—that I bet my ass that nothing's well, happening I mean, to these just, people. They just had her come and testify in front of the yeah. uh, in front of the judicial committee um, a couple weeks ago, and you know the texts um, that they have um, that were given up by uh, Trump's uh, assistant are pretty damning. Um, so. You know, we'll see what happens with that. Yeah. I mean, it's been going on now the, since the, this is America. Evidence, Nothing happens the to evidence and the emails on Hillary Clinton were pretty damning. Yeah, but her emails. Her. Yeah, but her emails. Right, well, like nothing has happened to her. But she, 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 she really in, did some. You know what? I, you know what? With Hillary, though, they got rid of her before all that stuff got too big. I mean, and now but you know what, though, Keith. She has never answered. She has never answered to what she did in the country of Haiti with all of these children and everything else. And I, I, I definitely don't want to take it political, but it seems like we're all in tune Too and we're all inclined. Every single person that has been on Epstein's record and being in that plane, none of them have been held responsible. None of them have even had to face anything that they were a part of because there was no reason to go to that goddamn island. But every single person whose name that was on it, none of them have been held responsible. Bill has not been held responsible. Trump has not been held responsible. Clinton has not been held responsible. Bush has not been held responsible. Unfortunately, I hear what you're saying. And yeah, it sounds great and it sounds good. But when it comes down to the people, even when we go and we elect and we vote, we clearly see that that can be altered. That can be manipulated and everything else. We saw it with Gore. we saw, we saw before. So though it should be, there should be a, a, a guideline of what you're saying. To me, it's no disrespect to you, but that guideline, that's all bullshit. Yeah. That's all bullshit. Cause no, they shouldn't act like that. But we've seen history. History is constantly repeating itself all the way from the beginning, starting with age, starting with the first president, whoever you want. And it, let me tell it, you, if it wasn't, if it wasn't so goddamn cold in Canada, I would be a legal resident right by now as it's of like 2020 a legal resident of Canada, because when Trump got elected, I looked into it. Mr. Trudeau, so for me, no, he actually set up a website telling people a, how to become. He's a pedophile. He set yeah. up, he said, I'm not, yeah, I don't know why everybody loves him so much. I don't love him. I'm just saying, I'm mentioning <laughs> that he set up a website on how to become a legal resident or how to, how to migrate in case that was your desire, uh, after of the, course, the election. He wants, yeah. he wants the kids to come there so he can be a pedophile with Ew. the kids. I mean, <laughs> Ew. here was my, here was my, uh, to, and listen, I, I just want to say, I love conversation like this. I, you guys I keep don't. apologizing, and I do not want you to apologize. I love conversation like this when people can, you know, express 
you know, if, you know, people get on the internet on Facebook and they just say raunchy ass mean shit to each other if they're having differences of opinion. And I don't really even think that we have a difference of opinion. I think that, you know, I, my, my viewpoints are a little bit less um, and the, I come from more of a place of, um, I believe, um, I believe in uh, ultimately whether that has to happen through uh, anarchy or whatever, the people's will is going to happen is, is eventually. And I do, I, and I specifically wanted to talk about this subject, not really so much about Roe versus Wade, but more about the fact that now everybody thinks all these other things that, you know, are specifically gay marriage, things like that are going to be, uh, you know, on the chopping block. And, you know, the fact of the matter is that there is, there is no, like I said, it's basically mentioned in this ruling 24 times. There's an, there is a public, there was a public statement in interviews made by Alita after the ruling was out. Somebody asked him, you know, well, Clarence Thomas said, now this is Alito. So he's like on the, you know, the red side. And, you know, they're like, Clarence Thomas says this needs, this stuff needs to be happening next. The dude laughed and he said, well, you know, people want a lot of things, you know, but there's just certain things that just are not going to happen. Again, so, Tiva, it, and it, he may say whatever he, he, he needs to clarify and the law might be the law, but unfortunately, that's not how this country operates. When, okay, well, when, tell me the last time, tell me the last time that a, that the civil rights, meaning the 14th Amendment rights of someone that were, uh, that were established Kiva, I don't even know what the 14th Amendment is right now, to be honest. All I know is what I've seen. All I know is what we've experienced. All I know is that they went. Yeah, but all I know is that they went to court. They said Roe versus Wade. They said, okay, yeah, you can have an abortion. And now they're saying, no, you can't. So if that can happen, you know. But but it's it's it is a legal matter. And see, this is the thing is that people people look, if you had. okay, I I have. Um, a uh, a autoimmune disease. Okay, when I was told, that, and I didn't know, I didn't know I'd had it basically my whole life, and I didn't know until about ten years ago that I had it, and it explained so much. And so I was like, Fuck. so I went and I had to understand what it is. It's a rare disease. And I had to understand what it is, what can I do, what what is it about, all that stuff. If I and then I also joined some Facebook groups at the same time of other people who had that disease. Okay. Now, if I had just went with the information that was being given to me, and these people were talking about on this Facebook group, I would be a fucking depressed ass mess. And it felt no empowerment whatsoever. What does that have to do with with the but with because the ruling? I went and knew, I mean you you're saying you're saying you don't know what the Fourteenth Amendment is. The Fourteenth Amendment is why we have a right to be married as gay people. The Fourteenth Amendment is why they can't put you in jail because you're gonna have sex with a 
another person of the same sex anymore. But the thing is, Kima, is that we were arrested at one point. So if we're talking about the 14th Amendment and we're talking about people and we're talking about our rights, I can mention a few names. George, George, uh, Breonna Taylor, George Floyd. I can even bring it back to to the state of Texas and trying to uh, arrest parents of transgender youth. If we're going to talk about the 14th Amendment, that is a right. So, I it's, mean, and it's geez, also that, like that, a normal that, that fear. Doesn't, doesn't, People have ways of twisting the laws and, and, and finding whatever yeah. way they but, need to do so to, to make changes. So, the, I mean, the Constitution is very small. So, I mean, if you're talking about, okay, so like you, you said, like Brianna Taylor. So, in order for, I mean, that's, that's not a constitutional law case. Okay, well, that let's is, talk about the trans youth and you, you putting a parent in jail behind no. them allowing their children to be trans and be who they are and saying that it's unfit and you're trying to take them to jail when someone has a right. The same law that we're talking about with abortion, right? You're saying you can't kill a child because of whatever reason, whether it's medical or not. But I've been entrusted by not only God, but by a woman's body that carried this child to do what's best for this child. And you would take this child and put them into the custody of the state and stop them from being able to trans transition into who they are and do medically what they need to do to their body and psychologically and emotionally key like this is why people are afraid because we just had a law that said not only if you abort a child it's felony charges but that if you allow your child to transition you're going to take that child and these parents will have to face this is why people are afraid this is why people are reacting how they're reacting. And on our side of it, there are still African-Americans being killed. On the other side of it, there are still children that are being taken away from their parents, trying to come to this country for a better opportunity. And some of them that have come to this country and have done everything legally that this country has required of them, but maybe missed a date or so. And now you're sending them back to a country where they never lived, where they've never been, and they've been here the whole time and been a model citizen, but they missed a goddamn court date. And now you're sending them to somewhere that they've never been and they don't even speak that language. This is why people are afraid. It's not just one category. It's not just one demographic or religion or, or any of that. We have seen this country go to shit and not give a fuck about anyone. No disrespect unless you're Caucasian with money. And the Constitution... This constitution written over 200 years ago by a series of white men um, making it up as they go along, following whatever rules and us making amendments as we go along, trying to decide what is right or what is wrong based on our on what is fair or what should be fair. And most of the time benefiting people that are, again, um, that have I don't want to say white. But I mean, people that have privilege. No, I'm just just saying privilege. People that have privilege, whether it's by money, whether it's by the color of your skin. Um, So, and I had to Google when it was written, (laughs) 1787. Um, And I know that we make amendments to, obviously, things change. um, But we can't just be like, well, the Constitution, the Constitution. Because we've seen how many ways the Constitution can fuck us and how hard it can fuck us. Um, So, I, I... you know, and, and I'm not disrespecting you, Kiva, and I don't want to keep talking about this because it's been an hour and eighteen no, I minutes. I think that what's happening here probably is the. <laughs> yeah. I think it's the connect the the 
conversation is not connecting all the way yeah. like it normally would for everybody here because I think that we're arguing from two different points. And you we're know, just stating uh, our views. Are, are not arguing, but debating. Right? Yeah. Uh, some of us are debating from a matter of emotion. Yeah. And some of us are de- debating and sharing our thoughts based on logic and what's written in black and white. So those two things... They they can't because life isn't black and white. Well together. Life isn't black and white. It's not black and white. I agree that it's not black and white. I don't disagree with what you're saying. It is just the fact that I think that what you're doing is 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 um sticking to Kiva, you're interpreting the paperwork for us yes, in yes. a way that we don't have access to. So I appreciate that. Um, uh-huh. let, me, let me just let me just say this. The reason that we do not have slavery anymore. The reason that it is now no longer illegal for a black man to marry a white woman, the reason that gay people have the right to go get married, the reason that gay men and women can go have sex in private in their bedrooms. And, you know, there's a million other cases. The reason that we have those rights are protected by us, by the Constitution now is because of they they went to a courtroom and they said, look, there are certain, it starts with an A. I can't remember the name of the word, but they, there's certain right. Basically what it means is that there are certain rights that are implied. Akiva, even the, after those rights were implied in a court, Kiva, sorry, but even after those rights were implied in a court, kids were still being segregated in school. Years after that, they that we were in court, those rulings were still fucking us, you know. So it, that's why I'm saying that it's not, it's not, it's normal for us to be scared because we've seen what happened after slavery. Slavery ended because we're still seeing slavery in other ways, right? We're still enslaving our kids in other countries. I'm not. I know we're talking about the U.S., but we saw what happened. It wasn't until like 60 years ago that we still had segregation. I mean, we're still segregated um, in some aspects. Um, so just to, to, to say that we went to court and now and, and things changed. No, shit didn't change for like years later. And, and we're still seeing the the um, the effects yeah, yeah. of of this fucking country. Um, I want to talk about the big word of the day and it's a word you should know. Um, we're going to be mentioning one in every episode. It's deprecate. Uh, it's a verb and it's to be little or to make known of one's disapproval of to deprecate. Someone is to cut him down, you know, verbally. Uh, I'll put it in a sentence. Jean insisted that her report contained not a single deprecating word, but it was easy enough to read between the lines. Um, you know what's funny? While looking for this word, I found the same word I read on the last episode. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, before we go, guys, um, I was like, I don't want to talk about abortion. I don't want to talk about this. I don't want to talk. I don't want to talk about gay rights. I want it easy. I feel like Angel and I use this podcast as a way to like vent and like feel good about like shit that went wrong <laughs> during the week. So when we caught up, like it made us feel like relieved. And I was like, having that conversation is not going to make me feel relieved because like, as Terrence mentioned, I'm very passionate and I'm very emotional about a lot of things because I I've been affected by so much shit that I can't help it. It's just the way that I am. So I like, I appreciate so much, um, knowing you guys because, um, I don't feel that way at all. You know, I don't feel the way that I, that I thought I would feel. Um, and like, yeah. so I, I, Kiva, thank you, Terrence. Thank I mean, you. All, I, thank you. Um, Ashton you know, and Angel. I, 
I like people. I mean, I like I said, I love people that are that are willing to just just talk about things, you know, and just just like not throw other, you know, kick somebody to the side because you know everybody's like, well, I deleted them because they they said this or they yeah. deleted me because I said this. It's like, well, I mean, how how are we just deleting people from our lives, especially people that that we know? I mean, I know people who have done this to family members, the whole me. nine yards. Me. Like, all have different we are gonna have different opinions you know and we're and, mm-hmm. and like i said a few minutes some ago things I, are more drastic than others Kiwi. i'm so sorry to tell you but some things are more drastic than others and sometimes people have to go when their viewpoints yeah, are, mean, it makes me not be able to trust you not you personally not right. you at all i'm not even talking about you but in general just on the topic you're talking about there are some things that people might say even politically that make me question your character and I don't even want you on a page of mine. I don't need you to call me and I don't want to talk about it with you. Because if you can say that out loud on social media in that kind of way and that's how you truly feel, then there ain't no need for me to talk to you. I don't even want to get to know you. I don't want to know you. So, yeah, I've made those kind of decisions before and I can't say that I've regretted not one of them. I, was I lost 38 people, to and, be and, exact. And, and, and I don't mean that to you, Keith. Like, definitely not at all. And that's, I think, again, bringing it back to the positive because, you know, that's my shit. Woo, woo. Um, I think that it's beautiful that not only do we all make up every single part of the Alphabet Mafia, but to have different viewpoints with all of us mm. being in the Alphabet Mafia. So everyone that's listening could probably be like, yeah, no, Ashton, you was tripping. Yeah, no, I know, baby, I, I think you took that too far. Terrence, um, I kind of understand, but no, that was Terrence is Switzerland Keith, all yeah. the time. <laughs> right. I'm 100% on board with you, Keith. Angel, baby, you don't really even be saying Angel. much, so I'm going to identify with you because you don't really be saying much. You don't be jumping in on the conversation. Angel, where are you? Angel, but I thought he, he left. He, we, we don't even see him. But it's beautiful that I'm we can have here. these conversations, you know? But it's Angel, beautiful that we oh. can talk about these. Angel, remember when we were like, oh, we needed this. Remember? Yes. And we always can left. We always say. leave that way. Can I just say, Kiva, the Please. way you came tonight with a backpack full of information for the yes. world is commendable. I mean, my, I'm still picking my jaw up off the floor. It's crazy. This should not be free. This should not be free. Say it louder for the people in the idea. back. Say it louder. It should not be free. It should not be free. I, I just, appreciate I, everybody I appreciate, here tonight. This was amazing. I saying that. I mean, I just, I don't, you know, I mean, I don't live from a place of, I try, I try not to let myself live from a place of fear. And I think that knowledge is what, is what combats fear in a lot of, in a lot of cases, in most cases. But this country's scary, and, Kiva. This country's very scary. You know, so. So for me to, for, you know, I mean, I'm married, um, you know, I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't but 12 years ago that I was living in Florida and I couldn't even adopt a child there. It was illegal for me to adopt a child as a gay person. It's illegal to say you the know, word gay in schools. Um, it is now in Florida. And in that, you know, in that law is. They got uh, all the Florida teachers taking down the gay flags and, and rainbows in the elementary schools and everything right now in Florida. It's shameful. Yeah, it's, I mean, it's, it's, uh, you know, but I mean, I just, you know, I just like to try to, and I'm not saying I was trying to like change anybody's mind or, or whatever, but maybe with some different thought process or coming at something from a different angle and going, 
look, you know, here's here's historically what has happened. And you got to separate you got to separate the Supreme Court from the I don't want to fall back into this and, loop, Kiva. The, you know, I'm sounding redundant. We're sounding redundant. You got you got to separate it because they're very different things. But based on history is why we can't. You know, I, we're falling back on the exactly. same place. I feel like we can't. Yeah. Um, exactly. So, so if we're going to separate it, then here's what we need to do. So here's a call of action. Instead of just voting for someone that you that your parents told you you should vote for, maybe this is a call of action that we all start doing research. Maybe it's a call of action that we now start making sure that we're mindful of who we're voting for. We start researching and we start educating ourselves on not only the laws, but the people that are that we are voting into power. Because what they ultimately, if you listen, that's the thing I, I love. People hated watching Trump, but let me just tell you, I love watching him for the simple fact that one, he was very clear and it's, it's, you have to listen to people when they talk, when you listen to them, yeah. when they talk, they tell you what their intentions are. So I never mm-hmm. turned off the TV. I wasn't mm-hmm. trying to listen to, to, to Camilla or to Joe. First off, I don't trust them either because anyone that points with their hand in the same way, that's not a natural gesture. So this sounds recorded. Well, neither me, is this. And it sounds like. It, it's not, but you practice this to me. But see, that's the thing is that we like to, in, in the United States, we like to say it's evil. It's either this or it's either it's either that. When I watched Hillary and I watched Trump run, for me, that became, okay, who's the lesser of two evils? Because I'm very familiar with the both of you and what you do. And both of you are running for the same party. Who is the lesser of the two evils? Do I want to go with the person that has been kidnapping babies and selling them and doing God knows what else? Or do I want to go with the person who is evil, but he's very clear and vocal in what he's saying? So I've always listened to him and heard what he said. There's been some things I've agreed with, and there's been some things that I haven't. For instance, everyone wants to say Trump tried to build this wall. Do we not know that every single president has built that wall, but it's been a different name, starting with with Clinton, going to Obama, going to Trump. It's been different names. This wall isn't the first thing, but I I listened to his, not only what he said, but I watched his reaction. So it's very important for all of us. We put these people in the positions that they're in. And I want to clarify also, I remember researching that Obama Obama had higher ratings, um, higher um, numbers of deportation than Bush did. Uh, while Bush was in um, uh, presidency. Um, um, I, I don't want to keep talking about this. Um, I want to leave you guys in a, in a positive note. Um, regardless of who you vote for, vote for somebody, right? Um, regardless of what you do, uh, live with intention, live with Definitely. passion, uh, make every day count because guys, you can get hit by a bus. Okay, you can be minding your business in your office and you can have a stroke. So live every day passionately, whatever you believe in, whether you believe in Trump, whether you believe in aliens, um, whether you believe in the God of donuts. But, you know, just do what you love and do it right Um, (laughs) because life's too short. There's a there's the newest the newest party out there is called the Pirate Party. I had a do they make bootleg CDs? I had a friend that uh, that invited me to join the the uh, pirate party, and I was like, "What is that?" And they're actually pretty interesting. Do they wear eye patches? I like some sex is going on over there. Seriously, are they swingers? 
Are they swinging uh, from? Uh, yeah. I mean, they swung from one party to another. <laughs> hey, <laughs> hey oh. Um, last, lots, last um, non-political um, thoughts, guys, before we go. <laughs> um, yes. Um, I got one. Can Terrence and I just, because it's been a very um, emotional uh, week, per se for the both of us. So we're not going to throw any names out there, but uh, I felt that it would be appropriate since he and I on this podcast coming from a place and we, we've had our conversations about someone we lost. Uh, I'm not going to say we, but uh, again, being from a small city and a small town, you know, everyone's connected and you go through life and you go through different experiences and everything else. So um, I feel like it, I'm not going to mention the name, but he and I would like to, uh, I, I'm not going to say dedicate this podcast, but we'd like to just take a moment in the podcast uh, to acknowledge uh, the the passing of a mutual friend between us and uh, amongst everything that happens in life, because life is life. You know what I'm saying? It's rare that you come across a spirit and a soul that's non-judgmental, that just lives life and that is free. And in this moment, um, I feel that it's appropriate for us to just acknowledge her life and acknowledge what she contributed while she was here and acknowledge the beauty and the soul that she was um, and let however the demise may have been. We talked about this and let it be a lesson to someone. So we all face life and we all face struggles. And sometimes there are addictions that one cannot overcome. And sometimes that demon gets us before we can get it, um, but we just, I would just like to say that in the, in the midst of that, anyone that's listening from back home, um, I just want to just say, remember the life and remember the soul that she was and let her story be what it was and let her story and how it ended, let it not be how, in how your story ends. Change the narrative, fight as much as you can and know that you can overcome it because this is all temporary nothing is permanent because at the end of the day ice a bitch and then you transition that's all i got i would like to say i second that and also back to what aj said earlier to ashton um uh call to action that was something they said i thought was really big that we needed to get out right here because we've done a lot of political talk and a lot of talking about our views and maybe some views that's not our views just what makes us you know respond in one way or another but we need to vote if any of this matters to you today we need to vote we need to be voting in the midterms that's what we don't vote and that's the vote that matters you know so people that know how to play checkers uh need to learn how to play chess and politics and so i do I, one of us on here what me one of y'all said about uh i think it was aj again that was saying educate ourselves I wish that there were more things out there that help to educate us in, in our communities. But until those things come, and to keep it short, uh, vote. We need to be voting midterms. Vote, 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 vote. That's the thing. Yeah, that your representatives, to you. your Go senators, and, your state mm-hmm. reps, everywhere for everything. Exactly. Vote. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. That's it. Kiva. <laughs> I just want to say um, that. I hope everyone has a, a beautiful rest of the week and finds a, a, a pool somewhere. If you're here in 112 degree Vegas, find a pool somewhere to cool off in. If you're in 
the if you're in the tundra of <laughs> Russia, uh, hope you find a fire to sit by and get warm um, and just love your family and love the people around you. Yeah, it was 115 degrees here uh, this week. And I, I, got, I got home from work. We were like uh, sanding the bathroom stalls and at school. And um, I came home. We don't have a pool. We have an inflatable pool for the doggies. And I, I opened it. I took the dogs in and I took the hose and <laughs> I hosed myself down because it was just so hot. I felt like my soul was on fire. That's how hot it was. If you want to come to a pool, love, you can always come to the pool here. Thank you know, you, you can come to swim. I'll you jump in right after work. I was yeah, just no, going to say, I'm work, down the street work. from you. You come in mine. Okay. Our keys. Keys, definitely there. And since we're mentioning Russia, uh, if you're listening from Russia, uh, send in some letters to get Brittany home. Yes. Oh my God. We need to talk about Brittany. Oh my gosh. Not today. Cause it's been an hour and a half, but, um, Brittany needs to come home. We need to do something. Um, I feel like, and I know a lot of people have said it. If it was a LeBron, if it was a white man or a white woman, he, she would have been home by now. Um, I feel like more, at least more efforts would have been made. Um, Definitely. who knows? People are like, well, she shouldn't have been carrying drugs. I'm like, it was a freaking oil. It was oil. Right. 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 You just take it, confiscate it. And then send her home. Find her. LeBron, he would have been home. If it would have been anyone else in the NBA, they would have definitely been home. Even the WNBA. Rebecca Ban her. Ban her. Like, deport, like, whatever you want. But, like, there's, she's used, she's being used as a pawn, basically. And we had a whole Marine that said it's unconstitutional. And the way that he had to suffer in being there, and he's a Marine, he's trained to be able to deal with that. And he was even shaken by it. Send her home. Yeah. Guys, um, before we go, stay tuned for um, a live date for uh, 2023 uh, recording, live recording of the podcast, live venue. Um, We'll try to get uh, more information out to you guys soon. Um, Also, please subscribe. Please leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. It helps our listeners find us faster. So if you haven't already done so, guys, all of you, all four of you, grab your friend's cell phones if they have an Apple phone. Go to podcast, find LGBT chat. All you guys all do the same thing. Just grab their phones. I did this to all my family members, all my cousins, especially when we're all together. When you're at your barbecues, grab all their phones, rally them up and just give us five stars. Leave something nice. Say something nice um, and subscribe. And um, more than that, just stay tuned. Follow us on Instagram. We're at LGBT chat. Sorry, LGBT podcast and uh, LGBT chat radio on um on Facebook. Stay tuned for uh, more updates on us. And um, thank you for joining us today, guys. Until next time, everybody, happy trails. <laughs> ah! Thanks for listening to the LGBT Chat. Don't forget to subscribe. And remember, the grass is always greener where you water it. Till next time.